Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and we're back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. Today, I'd like to talk about charitable giving. Um, I know lots of people, especially in the Memphis area, um, give a lot to charities. Memphis is actually known as one of the most charitable areas, um, especially on a per capita basis of anywhere in the country. But what I want to talk about today is how to be deliberate and proactive and save as much on your taxes as you can with your charitable giving. So most people have not done their taxes yet for 2021. And even if you don't itemize your deductions, the CARES Act allows you to deduct for a couple up to $600 above the line for donations you made to charities in 2021. So it won't help you in 2022 when you do your taxes next year, but if you did make some donations to, say, your church or the food bank or the Red Cross or whatever, find those receipts. If you can't, reach out to the charity and get those receipts because you can deduct those on your taxes. But what I really want to spend some time thinking about or asking you to think about is how do you maximize your impact with charitable giving? One thing that you may not realize, if you give $25 here, $25 there, um, well, that's great. Charities are notorious for, especially the national charities, selling their small donor list. If they don't think that they can get additional ongoing contributions for, from you, they may sell your information to other charities who may solicit you. That may be why you start getting um, solicitations from Charity X when you gave to Charity Y a couple of years ago, even if you've never had any contact with the new charity. So what we encourage people to do is to be deliberate with their charitable giving. Really sit down and think about what are you passionate about? Where do you want to have an impact in your community? Um, for example, in Memphis, Church Health does wonderful work working with what they refer to as the working poor. That's the wait staff in restaurants. It's the people who do repairs to your home, maybe your housekeeper. But it's people that, for whatever reason, are working day in, day out, but they're not in jobs that have health insurance. So they are providing that sort of safety net through to those people because maybe they make too much money um, to qualify for health insurance um, through Medicaid or TenCare and that sort of thing. Other places that people are passionate about, obviously their faith, supporting churches. Um, also St. Jude is a very popular one. Um, the food bank, um, all sorts of, but get to know the leaders of the organizations that you want to contribute to get to know the mission so that you can actually make a difference. The other thing I'd encourage you to do would be to volunteer for these charities that you're passionate about. Um, for example, Arise to Read is trying to bring um, literacy, increase that in our schools because what they found is that if kids can't read on grade level by the end of second grade, they really never catch up because once you're in third grade, 
it's assumed that you know how to read and everything is, is building on that. Where, so if you can't read by the time you go into third grade, your chances of being incarcerated skyrocket. Your chances of dropping out of high school um, more than double. So there's lots of reasons that that's an important metric. So that's a way, if you can't afford to give a lot of money, that you can give of your time. And there are so many organizations in the Memphis area that are doing good work. And what I'd encourage you to do, rather than give small amounts here, there, and yonder, really think about where you want to have impact, get deeply involved, and then accumulate your contributions to help make a bigger impact. It's also fun to really get to know and see how organizations grow and change based on your contributions. The other thing is if you are giving significantly, and by significant I mean $1,000 or more to a charity, and maybe you bought some stock during the pandemic because you're like, wow, um, Apple went on sale or FedEx or take your pick of stocks back in March of 2020, a lot of things were way down. And now they've gone up a lot and you're like, wow, I really didn't mean to have that much invested in that stock or that particular mutual fund. You can actually give appreciated stock to charity and you get a deduction for the full dollar amount of what it's worth that you're giving away, but yet you avoid all capital gains. Charities don't pay capital gains taxes, so you've managed to diversify your portfolio and make a significant gift to charity. To do that, you just have to reach out to the charity, find out where they have their investment account, and give that information to your brokerage company or your advisor and they will make that gift for you. There's a little bit more documentation required when you go to do your taxes, but it's a great way to do it. And if I've got anybody listening to this that's over 70 and a half, you can actually make a contribution out of your IRA directly to a charity, and it satisfies if you're over 72, um, your minimum required distribution that you're required to make each year. And if you're in that, income where you're having to pay more for your Medicare premiums because of your income, this money that you give to charity directly from your IRA, so you have to get your IRA provider to actually cut the check to the charity, that money goes to the charity and it never hits your 1040. So there'll be there's a line, if you pull out your tax return and look, it shows IRA distributions, and then over in the column, it shows taxable amount. So maybe your IRA distributions were $20,000 and you gave $5,000 to charity. Well, the taxable amount would be $15,000. That's a great way to benefit charity and disinherit the IRS at the same time, which is kind of a win-win from my standpoint. So those are kind of the key things, but really... Charities need our help. Um, a lot of people are really hurting with the pandemic, the storms, um, and it's a great way to be very deliberate about your giving and to magnify your impact by really focusing your giving, um, using appreciated securities, using your required minimum distributions. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.